like, hello everybody, welcome back to The Ghoul's Room, we're your hosts, I'm Emmy. And I'm Julia. And welcome back to another spooky, cryptid, scary story week, brought to you by the people who have never seen spooky things, us. <laughs> and I have a cat. She does hey, have a cat me. in her lap right now, and I'm very jealous. That cat has nothing in his brain. There is nothing behind those eyes. <laughs> not, not a single thought behind not those cute little eyes. a single thought. He's he precious, but he just... He just wants to be protected. Whoops, I just fucking smacked my fucking mic. Sorry about that, people. <laughs> I'll uh, edit it out. <laughs> but here we are again. How are you, Julia? How's your week I'm, been? I'm good. Not bad. I had an assignment due Friday, so now I'm in the sort of post-assignment lazy phase where I can do what I want this weekend and not feel guilt. But at the same time, something in the back of my mind is telling me I'm forgetting something, which I do always after assignment has been handed in because I'm so used to having that pressure that when it's not, I'm like, oh, I must have another assignment due. What am I forgetting? Even though I'm not. So that's it's called anxiety, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It's called, it's, she's she's consistently been putting herself through school for the last, uh, how old are you? 25? I'm 25. Last, uh, 15 years. <laughs> 12 years, last 12 years she's been going to school, right? Isn't that right? 12 to 10? 15 years ago you were 10. You start yeah, you start school so then like 15, 5. Yeah, so 15. 15. 20. The second time of math, was it 20? 15, oh yeah, 20. Well, if I'm five, 25 and I started 15 plus 5 is 20. <laughs> how old are we? How much time is passed? Honestly, I don't feel 25 and mentally I don't feel 25 either. I just, every time someone is like, oh my God, teens relate to this. I'm like, oh yeah, I totally relate to that as a teen. And then I'm like, wait, oh. Yeah, exactly. It does, oh. it does not feel like high school was in 2014. Like that long uh, ago. I was honestly thinking about that. I was like, I graduated high school in 2014 and I graduated undergraduate in 2018. And just my brain does not agree with that <laughs> it seems it literally seems like yesterday my brain has yeah. not changed since college graduation it is not advanced no, no. i think there's there's <laughs> definitely a cutoff and then you realize holy shit every single adult i am like guaranteed is either pretending to be an adult or they will admit mm -hmm. they still think they're a teenager those Absolutely. are the only two rules but both of them both think they're teenagers just one i still it, one doesn't. look for an adult if i need them because i myself am not an adult <laughs> yeah yeah i just like, I, I, I just need a bigger one that has had more life experience and has already solved yeah. this problem and it's yes. not even that they're smarter they just are have already solved this issue that is the only difference <laughs> oh yeah it just okay yeah but yeah so that's where i'm at how was your week <laughs> oh man i've been sleeping working from home still <laughs> it's literally the same every week i mean at this point I'm, I'm i'm praying i don't have to go back to work i just want it to be remote forever i already mentioned it to like my boss i was like is there any chance we could just continue this and it's looking like it might just be like a remote position forever i might have to go in for maybe yeah. two hours to do like an in-person meeting just to like see my boss and <laughs> reveal that i'm alive <laughs> and doing my work but then i can just like take my break and go home and do the rest of my flatmate just had to go back to work in person and i yeah i feel for I her because she I does not imagine. want to and yeah it's wild uh she's also the one who got covid so oh, from geez. the workplace and now they're like oh everyone can come back because you're all immune anyway and i'm like uh. it's, 
that's too scary. Yeah, I just she don't actually, know how. I was gonna say she actually came into my room last night to uh, complain because her workplace in the bathroom has a singular tea towel that has been there since December. That's they disgusting. share a tea towel even if there wasn't a pandemic like you shouldn't be doing that no that's really gross so she's like bringing her own towel into work so that she can wash her hands and not have to share this communal towel oh jeez that's disgusting that's i have zero loyalty i would have ratted them out so fast to the government or whatever i would have been like "Mm, nope bye yeah me too she's a better person than i am (laughs) i just like don't know how companies and schools are gonna keep morale up for people who don't want to go back like i was talking to my mom about this and i can't remember if we mentioned this last week but the idea of making high schoolers who were taken out of you know this like years and years of just getting up going to school getting up going to school and then taking them a year out of school to stay at home and then having them go back Dude, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able yeah. to do it. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to. England get it. goes back tomorrow. They go back to school. It, it just yeah. And their advice was to open the windows. I just. I, <laughs> I don't just, understand. Like our cases are going down, so they're like, yeah, let's open the schools. And I'm like, you know what's going to happen when the schools open? The cases are all going to go back up. <laughs> just, and like, I don't understand. It's just so crazy. Like you're uh. you're taking teenagers. Because I think the younger ones will probably be able to go back. Like, they they should be able to kind of get back into it a little bit quicker because they're still littles. But these 15, 14, 16-year-olds who've just been enjoying waking up to their, you know, parents' breakfast or just, like, in their own fucking bed Mm -hmm. and being able to stay in their own space to do whatever they want, you think they're going to want to go back to school and get up at 6.30 a.m. and get dressed and see people that they hate? No. I can't imagine having to go through this as a high schooler just – Full stop. I could not fathom it. Just no. I would instantly look I, into. I would try and get into like a trade school. Like yeah. I would. I would look. <laughs> I'm into trying done. to graduate early and just being like I'm done with high school. Like I would. Yeah. N- I would. You couldn't pay me enough. To, well, you could pay me enough. A million dollars, <laughs> and I would go back. But I would. <laughs> any less than that, I am not going back to high school. Like part Holy of high shit. school surviving it was just having those class time periods where you could just chill and sit with your friends. Like I took ceramics all four years because. It was a class where I could sit, do something with my hands, not think about class, and, like, chill with my friends kind of thing. But if you're sitting at home, like, you have no social interaction except for online and then class. You don't have the in-between class, like, catching up with your friends for five minutes in the hallway kind of thing. You're just, oh, I can't. Yeah, just, like, once you're out of that that groove of just school, there's just... No, yeah, mm-hmm. there's just no, I don't know how I'm going to be able to go back. My mom was like, I would have never gone back. She was like, I would have just never <laughs> finished high school. She was like, I would have been, I would, I, I would just have said, fuck it. She hated school growing up. Nope. She was like, it, <laughs> it wasn't her, it wasn't her thing. But like, mm-hmm. I would have, I probably would have found like a tutor and finished the rest yeah. remote. I don't know. what My cousin, this is her first year of college and I feel so bad for her. She was oh allowed to go for half a year um, from September to Christmas break. Uh, the freshmen and sophomores were, and then the juniors and seniors are now from Christmas break until like May or whatever we're on campus. So she was allowed to have a semi college experience for a few months. And now she's back at home learning college from home kind of thing. So she had like the briefest whiff, like, I mean, she had to live alone. So she was in a dorm room by herself because you couldn't live with anyone. And then you weren't allowed to meet up with anyone. So she was just like on campus in her dorm. 
That's horrible. Just, That's not a way you want to start. No. I imagine having your first year of college during a pandemic and you're just like, oh, parties? No. If you do have those, you will get into so much trouble and large fines kind of thing. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. That is not well, an ideal situation. Not an ideal situation. That's not situation. what I want. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully... I don't know. It just feels like there's no end in sight. Uh, the UK I just has know. created the roadmap out, which has very specific dates, and I don't believe a single one of them. They said clubs in the UK will be open June 21st, and England is like holding their breath, waiting for it. I see everyone being like, oh, gotta lose weight for the clubs opening on the 21st. And I'm like, those are not going to be open. And if they are, I'm not stepping foot in one. Hell no. You could it not It just seems me. crazy. Like... I just like look around and I'm like, for one, say they did open, right? Is mm-hmm. it going to be the same? I don't know. I just like feel like people are going to have such anxieties over it that mm-hmm. they're, they're, you're going to have a huge majority of people just still wear masks after the pandemic is like yeah. listed as <laughs> That's going to be me. Clear. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't trust it. <laughs> yeah, hell no. And like, it's just, I mean, handshaking, I'm... I'm sure is done hugging i haven't hugged anyone yeah (laughs) like all these i mean i'm not sure if this is like a universal thing but like america's super touchy when it comes to greetings like Mm -hmm. you're handshaking strangers sometimes you're hugging strangers it's just like i just feel like that's over for america yes feel like that's wild 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 oh my gosh anyway we're 10 minutes in so we should probably Stop chatting shit. <laughs> Stop shooting. I feel shit like people just skip spooky. the beginning. They're just like, all right. I guess they estimate <laughs> how real. long it is this time. Eight minutes. Oh, they talked for two minutes longer than last week. God <laughs> damn it. They won't stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. And just as a follow up, my father did listen to last week's podcast about ghost sex. Therefore, you should all listen to it because I had to s- suffer that. Sorry, Dad. You will <laughs> never so recover from the shit. I will never recover. <laughs> anyway for this week i'm actually kind of really excited this week because we have our first listener story and i'm (gasps) pumped i didn't tell emmy oh my god what yeah they messaged us on instagram and i was like yes i please so this is from Alyssa, and i'm just literally this is just what they sent me kind of thing i am reading it word for word so I've been studying witchcraft since I was eight and practicing since I was 13. So I tend to attract spirits and immediately stopping there. I think that is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. I constantly see things about, I once, okay. So my dad owned, well, he still owns a store, but he moved spaces. Doesn't matter. But he had a really large area of like storage above the place And I think it was my grandma's stuff. And I was just kind of looking through it because there were books and stuff. So I was like, cool, books. I found a witchcraft book in my grandma's stuff. And I was, I honed in on that. It just called to my soul. And I said, yes. And it was a full, like, how to cast a love spell. Here are the ingredients you need. This is, it was a full like witchcraft book but it also looked like it was from the 40s kind of thing i don't know it was amazing i don't actually know Holy where it shit. went and i never oh, went further than snag- that because i was snagged it. terrified i was terrified of it but a little piece of my like brain is thinking oh you should have kept that and yeah, tried this it out belongs kind of to you it has yeah i'm like you. 
if my grandma had it, maybe I, if my grandmother is no longer with us, but if she had told us that she was a witch, I don't think I would have disbelieved it. I would have been like, all right, that makes sense. All the questions I've had growing up have finally been answered. Like she was quick as a whip, just one of those scarily intelligent women. And you're just like, so if she had said that to me, I would have been like, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we're on the right path here. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so going back to the story. The first story is mine. And this is a quote, as in not mine, but Alyssa's. <laughs> The first story is mine. I lived near Virginia City, Nevada, and my husband and I took a ghost tour at the old Washoe Club. I I thought I wrote that down. And I was like, I should look up the pronunciation of this. And then lo and behold, I didn't because it's God me. God damn it. <laughs> Washoe. Washoe. Uh, the architecture is amazing and I was having a great time, except that I kept seeing spirits out of the corner of my eye. One was crawling along the ceiling and oh, another hell kept- no. I Anytime I see the word crawling, I'm like, oh, don't do this to me. Don't do it. Um, one was crawling along the ceiling and another kept peeking around doorways, which reminded me of your little uh, oh my shadow God. friend. It's shadow people. Uh, the spirits followed us from room to room as we took the tour. Besides creeping me out, the spirits didn't do anything. So we left and got a drink at the bar next door. Side note. They highly recommended Virginia City if we ever end up in Nevada, which I probably will because my mom lives in California and I have been to Nevada before, but I've never heard of Virginia City. But apparently next time I will go there. Thank you. Um, My husband's story is next. He had a well, he was abused by his family growing up. And so he turned to the darker side of the spiritual world as a form of escape. One day he went to the cemetery and this is in parentheses because teens do that. Um. Facts. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and he sat under a tree to read tarot cards. He said after a while, he felt like he was being watched. He looked up and about 20 feet away was a large black shadowy shape with bright red eyes. My husband stared at the shadow for a very long time, neither one of them moving. Eventually, my husband decided to leave. He ignored the shadow, gathered his cards and walked out of the cemetery, leaving the shadow behind. Which, that is a brave man, because, no, just the fact that they apparently had this stare down and were like, yeah, okay. And he's like, I'm just going to go. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you can have it. It's fine. I would have shit myself. But this is because he insists that spirits can't hurt us unless they can touch us, which I guess is a fair point. But how can you know that he can't touch you? Yeah, and like, what if, oh god, I just like thought something <laughs> so scary. Like, it's it, oh. it sounds fine, like, oh, until they touch you, like, it, until then, you're fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, what if one comes at you so quickly? Like, what if one's running at you? Ugh. That would, I would, oh. I just got goosebumps just picturing too. it. Me too, I just can Sprinting. <laughs> like, I'm, god, yeah, I hate, <laughs> for one, I hate it here. <laughs> just <laughs> out there, just, oh. if he was sitting there and that giant thing just started, like, running towards him oh i'd end it all (laughs) done done. we're done um uh they go on to say though that he is a devout christian now so he's not as worried about the power of spirits as i am which i also i'm intrigued by that marriage that we have a witch and a devout christian married i like that um and the last story is my uncle's father's story which I think is that your grandfather? Your uncle's father? Uncle's Right? 
father. Maybe? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. They they said uncle's father, so I'll just keep referring to them as such. My uncle's family moved out into the middle of nowhere, Utah, was when land was pretty cheap sometimes sometime in the 1930s. They lived in a small wood cabin with a gas generator providing power. It was his father, his grandma, his wife, and their baby. One night, my uncle's father dreamt that his dead grandpa came to him in a dream saying, wake up, get your family out of here quickly. He woke up, gathered his family, and ran from the cabin. They got to the tree line right as the generator exploded, destroying the cabin. I don't know what happened immediately after that, but obviously my family was able to pick up the pieces and continue on, or else my uncle wouldn't be able to tell me the story. And... They just said at the end, there are several reports from various family members smelling pipe tobacco smoke after my great grandpa died. And that was their last message. But I do hear that a lot, too, about like smelling scents after a family member. But I'm just all of these stories. That gave me goosebumps. I know. I just. uh, (laughs) What in the world? I know. And they said it so nonchalantly, too. They're like, hey, I heard your story. Here you go. Here's three of them. And I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Just that's just wow. crazy. <sighs> I I like, loved it. <laughs> and if anyone else, as I said, has any sort of spooky tales, or even if hey, you dabble in witchcraft or anything, and you're like, hey, these people might want to listen to it. The answer is yes, we do. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I want to hear all your stories. Um, but. Because this one was a little short, I actually have a story of my own that I've been kind of holding on to because mine was also short. So I was like, hmm, maybe I can smush these together. So my mom, stepdad, and I all went to Vegas in the summer of 2018. Might be 2017. I think it's 2018. It was 2018. Doesn't really matter what year it was. But my mom had to work, so my stepdad and I like drove on ahead. And she was going to fly and meet us there that weekend. But so we were planning on stopping at this place anyway, regardless of what happened. Um, But a huge storm came through and not that you guys would know this. I am terrified of thunderstorms. (laughs) I am a 25 year old woman. I have always been terrified of them and I will always be terrified of them. Um, It was the type of storm where it was like sunny blue skies and all of a sudden you see a wall of black and I was going, oh my fucking God. And we were... We had just crossed like the California-Nevada border, which is just desert. There's nothing there. And there were no cars, nothing, as this wall of black came closer. And once the storm hit us, I mean, like, I could see the lightning striking next to the car. I was not a happy camper. I was terrified. But uh, luckily, we made it to the place we were trying to stop at for lunch. Um... Which also, fun fact, I didn't know this, in deserts and stuff, the reason it's really dangerous when it rains is because the desert kind of like releases oil that isn't normally there because it's so dry. So the road gets slick, like ice slick because of the oils and stuff. So fun fact, be careful if you're driving in the desert. Yeah, it's scary. So we stopped at a place called Pioneer Saloon in Good Springs, Nevada, and it's probably exactly what you're picturing. Um, the saloon was built in 1913 and is hailed as the most haunted location in Nevada. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) The saloon may be the oldest active manufactured stamped tin structure in the state and even possibly in the U.S. And mind you, I have no freaking clue what that means, 
but I got this information from onlyinyourstate.com and it sounded impressive. So I was like, cool. I I think it means, you know, those like metal structure. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> no, it does. It's fine. <laughs> Send us a oh picture if you know what I mean. Um, but when you go inside, it is literally like stepping back in time. Picture any movie saloon you've ever seen about the Midwest. And this is what this place was like. Like it is, it, it looks untouched kind of thing. That's incredible. It, yeah, it was wild. And so picture I'm going back into a 1913 Midwest saloon as a raging thunderstorm is going on around me. My heart is <laughs> <was> not <laughs> doing I'm feeling so many emotions. Yes. And of course, we were the only ones there besides oh, the staff, so obviously. Suspicious. But because it's it was shitty weather, so no one was there. And I was just like, I am uncomfortable. But um, well, the most well-known story is about Clark Gable and Carol Lombard. Uh, Clark reportedly sat in the bar for three days waiting to hear news of his wife, Carol. Uh, if you didn't know, her plane was missing and eventually was found crashed near Mount Potosi. To this day, staff and visitors claim that Carol's ghosts haunts the ladies' room area of the saloon. Bullet holes can be found in the side of the building, and the ghost of this gunfight is said to haunt the restaurant as well. Two other ghosts that are thought to be haunting the property, one is an old miner, the other is a lady named Ruby, who may be one of the ladies of the evening who frequented a nearby hotel that has since been burned down. Which, fun fact, our waitress um, told us that she apparently had spoken not highly of either Ruby or sex workers in general, and had called them a not nice word or something along those lines. She was kind of, yeah, she wasn't being very nice. Um, Well, she got a nice gouge down her back one night, seemingly from nowhere, kind of like three nails just going down her back. Um, You reap what you sow is what they say. Yeah. I was going to say, that sounded just kind of like retribution. I mean, yeah. And she said she has never (laughs) spoken badly about sex workers ever again, which you shouldn't in the first place. But yeah, I was like, whoops. So she she was a little scared now to speak badly about Ruby. And when she told me that story, I don't know, I got chills. I was sitting there and I was like, Ruby, girl, I mean, good on you. But at the same time, please don't touch me. I am terrified Don't hurt me, you. but I, I respect please. you. I, respect I was like, you. I respect you. Don't touch me. <laughs> don't hurt me. Um, and the building has like actual newspaper clippings hanging from the walls. They tell the stories from the past eras kind of thing and would have newspaper clippings of like actual gunfights and mining troubles from the 1900s. And it's just, it's amazing. And the saloon owners and staff love the haunting. They love the fact that it's haunted and they even host regular haunted lockdowns where you can be locked in the saloon from midnight to 4 a.m it's actually so fucking cool honestly that would be kind of cool but i'm yeah it would yeah i would be so scared i'd pee myself at least twice (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know how i feel about it but yeah it just the vibe altogether i've never walked into a building and instantly been like oh oh but danger, I did. Danger, that, danger, danger. Yeah, I don't know if it was the thunderstorm or what, but my brain and heart were just like, mm, <laughs> something it. don't seem right here. That was your, yeah, uh, was, like, was it your sixth sense telling you to, to turn bad around vibes. and leave? Yeah, bad, bad vibes. vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just like one of those movies where it was like, the storm out of nowhere, pouring rain, you need to stop for shelter. And it's the one place you see is the saloon and there's no one in there. And you're like... <laughs> 
like, this is exactly what I read not to do. I mean, again, we were planning on stopping there anyway because my stepdad was like, yes, haunted place. Let's bring Julia. <laughs> and you're like, God damn nice. it. <laughs> but just, oh, oh, it was, it was creepy. Has some creepy vibes. Good food, though. The food was good. Good <laughs> Well, now I want to go. Next time you're back in the States and you're over there, let's take a little trip. Absolutely. It's we like 30 minutes. We did Toronto that one time, so we'll do, yeah. a, we'll do a, a States trip. It is a 30-minute drive outside of Las Vegas. So. It's not bad. No. We can just go to Vegas and then pop on over. Exactly. We'll take the Jeep and we'll just head out. Yes. Vegas. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. But yeah, that was oh, just God. our slightly lighthearted... Well, Mine was lighthearted. I don't know about the rest, but the other one was I terrifying. don't know. Our first listener story. I was so excited. That is so thank you. Literally so exciting. I literally cannot thank you enough, Alyssa. Like, yeah, that was so much fun. Wow. You know, I would l- not to say that I would love to like go back and live in certain time periods, but I honestly wish I could just like take day trips to go back and see these places before they were haunted. Mm. You know, like I definitely do not want to live in like the 50s or the 20s <laughs> or like the rise of shooting cowboys but man <laughs> would i love to take a day trip and like mm-hmm. be immortal during that day trip and like not be harmed and just like see what's going on yeah what's i know it's just like these pop-up what like ghost towns before they were ghost towns kind of thing yeah like these were bustling small towns for mining and i just i can't fathom it, it my brain just can't and it was like at the same time, because I mean, East Coast and West Coast was so different in that time. So on East Coast, New York City, when people are all like being all fancy schmancy, we got the gold rush going on where people are just yeah. do just in the dirt, doing the best they can. Law did not apply to them kind of thing. It is, we had Rockefeller in the East and then just cowboys in the West. Yeah, they were still trying to just make it to the other side. Yeah, just there were no laws. <laughs> Jeez, so interesting, honestly. Damn, mine's a little bit scarier. Oh no, oh no. Mm. Well, I say scary, but I don't know if anyone, this was inspired by a movie I saw when I was younger. Has anyone seen The Boogeyman? No? Uh, Audience? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, who do you think (laughs) is going to answer you? (laughs) Well, I'm hoping they'll like Instagram me and be like, oh my god, I saw it, but then they'll probably like already listen to this and... It was just a failed attempt at being at being engaging. Okay. <laughs> so Bye there bad. was this movie that was released in 2009, I think. And it's called The Boogeyman. And it scarred me for life. Basically, the premise is that it's a monster that only targets children. I love it, that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, instantly, like, you already know. Like, this is fucked. Because and I watched it as a child, obviously. And um, it only comes after you. If you think about it, I've been told, I was told about this as a camper. Someone told me about this story. And of course that just locked into my brain. And that was the only thing I could think about. I've never seen it, but I do know about it because I, sorry, he he just, and that is, it's just (sighs) fucking horror. I mean, it's an extremely intelligent premise to a movie because obviously like the minute someone mentions it, you're going to think about it and then you're fucked because it's gonna come get you uh but the boogeyman just isn't a movie it actually comes from some folk like it's got it's got some some stance in our Ugh. real life which i hope i'm not do i count as a child now 25 i think i'm i think we're okay i don't though think we're the, children anymore though in the movie the single survivor 
did end up making it into adulthood and the boogeyman did try going after him but i think it was more of like a i missed getting you as a child kind of thing so now i yeah. have to like, finish the job so yeah I think we're, still we're fine, fine. That movie. Oh, i'm getting like chills right now just thinking about I'm it i'm scared it's such a <laughs> fucked up movie yeah don't watch it i this was the movie i saw um at my friend felicia's house and i had a panic attack in her living room and i was crying oh, and it was no. horrible it was just bad it was Wes. bad oh. so embarrassing <laughs> but um let's see here uh the boogeyman also spelled like boogie like boogers but mm-hmm. it's actually b-o-g-e-y like bogey yeah, bogeyman, but pronounced Bogey. boogeyman, uh, is a type of mythical creature used by adults to frighten children into good behavior, which I find super fucked up. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? Like, just, don't oh, know. don't discipline a child. Just scare the shit out of him. Like, but Yeah, that's just, that, that is just fucked up to me. Um, the boogeyman has no specific appearance. Uh, conceptions vary drastically by household and culture simply because it was used by parents within those cultures uh, to instill fear so obviously fears of each culture vary so um, the mo- but it's most commonly depicted as being masculine um, or androgynous and the boogeyman is known to punish children for misbehavior um, for example in the in the movie oh god it's so scary uh <laughs> Of course, the scene is like the boogeyman lives in the closet. Of course, which he does. Why I don't hate. I hate as it as I sit staring at my closet currently open. I know. I saw the, when I first saw the movie. I put a chair in front of my closet for weeks, as if that would help me. The boogeyman knows what a chair is. It could I used just... to. I put one of the. Well, no, I didn't. My dad helped me. Uh, put like a light in my closet, and then I would crack the closet open. So that the light was on all night and I could see into it if I needed to. <laughs> That's kind of thing. I and I did that. Too. And it wasn't like, oh, I was eight years old. I was like 15. <laughs> I was oh, yeah. a teenager and I needed my light on in my closet. I think it was until college when yeah. I just didn't have a light in the room mm. anymore to like crack open or needed to crack open. Yeah. But like it, at home, I had that. I used to also have the bathroom light on so I could see into the hallway as if what, yeah. if I see an assailant in the hallway, was that going to, is that going to give me an edge? Like, yeah, I, <laughs> what? I'm the same until college. I always had a lamp that was literally, I had so many lights. So I had a light in my closet. I had my bathroom light. I had like string lights because I had this loft thing above my bed. It wasn't a loft, but it was like a wooden structure yeah. above my bed. I had lights on that that I could just like quickly <laughs> switch on. I had a nightstand with a lamp that I could just like lean over and switch on. I had so, so many lights. So unnecessarily <laughs> like concerned about what's living in the dark for, <sighs> for literally no reason. Like I there mean, was the, I I'm, I mean, there's probably some hidden. I was gonna say my brain, my brain. Away. <laughs> anytime the lights are off, my brain is just like there's something watching you, and I'm like, well, I am 25. That's, you need to chill. That's that's a, it's the same feeling about the ocean. <sighs> it's like if you're swimming in it, I'm like, I mean, this always this podcast always ends up going back to the fucking ocean. Like, how does that <laughs> we hate the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> we hate. I always think that like something has like its mouth open underneath my body when i'm swimming and i'm like oh i'm gonna die i hate it it. god my feet are my toes are curling jeez but um so the boogeyman uh may target a specific act or general misbehavior depending on what purpose needs serving um the term boogeyman is sometimes used as a non-specific personification for terror and in some cases the devil 
So in some cases, in, in some cultures, not all, they would, the boogeyman would be the devil would like rise from hell and like try and torment you because of you being a bad kid, not eating your vegetables or something. I can't imagine what you have Just, to do to yeah. get the wrath of the boogeyman on you. Like, ugh. like what the hell? So let's dive into some etymology. The word boogie is believed to be derived from the Middle English term, uh, I see, I should have looked up. (laughs) It wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't look up the pronunciation. (laughs) We always say we will, and then we do not, so. This is actually, um, just two people doing their best, not knowing much, (laughs) trying to explain to you very poorly what any of this means. That's actually the full (laughs) premise of this podcast. That's mm-hmm. the shtick. We have no Absolutely. idea what's going on, but we're going to try Absolutely. and explain it to you. We're doing our best. <laughs> oh, that, God. That's it. <laughs> so, boogies uh, believed to be derived from the Middle English term bogey or buggy, which means something frightening and or scarecrow. Um, simply, I think the idea of scarecrow is because it is used to frighten a child into not doing something, such as scarecrows are used to frighten ravens or crows from being assholes and eating your corn. <laughs> Isn't a bogey? Bad. This is very something I in the back of my mind just from watching TV. Isn't it like a military term where like something on the radar you don't know what it is and it's a bogey? Yes, I did. Think I just pull I, that out of my ass, or is I that? I think a thing? you're right. <laughs> I think you're right, bitch. Damn. <laughs> this is your. She fun. retained your some information. <laughs> I've retained info. I I I know that that has to be true because I've seen it in a military movie. I was gonna say, that, is that an actual thing, or is that the thing they've only done in movies? Oh my god, that's that's. I'm 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 counting it as true. I'm googling it right now. Bogey, according to Eric Partridge's slang dictionary, I don't know who Eric Partridge is or why he has authority on this, but is said in Royal Air Force usage from early in World War II, meaning an aircraft suspected to be hostile. Okay, so it's not an unknown thing. Oh wait. In 1945, but, Newsweek used the term to mean in radar code an unidentified enemy aircraft. Okay. So basically, so I mean, it's so clearly the boogeyman is unidentifiable because it doesn't have any identifiable features, and it is an enemy it aircraft. Is an enemy. <laughs> it aircraft. is coming for you. It flies. <laughs> it is coming for you. So I can't remember things for my exam that I've been studying for like ten years because I've been in the animal science field for years, but I can remember bogey. <laughs> From some probably <laughs> random movie that I saw once. I hate myself. Oh my god. I absolutely love it, honestly. <laughs> and now all I'm thinking about is the Boogeyman as an enemy aircraft. <laughs> like like some sort of like jet's gonna come flying out of your closet and it's gonna be like have like a cape or something, like super scary. <laughs> like horns. It's like what is this? Why is there I'd an enemy aircraft? Scared. I would I'd be, be pretty <laughs> terrified. <laughs> pretty fucked up i'd be like what drugs am i on right now i have no idea what's going on oh my god holy shit <sighs> um okay. where was i Wait, anyway the word, bogey is de- <laughs> the word bogey is believed to be derived from the middle english word bogey <laughs> theories on its origin include a root meaning of goat or a cognate of the german bogey bogleman or a goblin <laughs> okay um it could be influenced uh, in meaning by Old English uh, Buddha used in compounds for beetle. I don't know why there's so many animals and bugs. Um, also, this word's familiar for me, bugaboo. I don't know where I heard that from. Didn't we talk about bugaboos? But, but something about bugaboo, like a, bug- like a bugaboo's we coming We spoke about them. Me? I don't know. I don't we know spoke about them. them. Did we? 
We like I want to say we spoke about them when you were talking about the scarecrow. Bugaboo. Oh. <laughs> mm. We have no memory. I have no memory. Short term memory that's... does not exist. <laughs> it's the six concussions. I'm confident <laughs> it was the six concussions growing up. Good God. Can't Good remember God. shit. Someone else um, let us know, but I think we have said the word bugaboo before. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm getting like this nostalgia. Like, oh, I've heard that before. It was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like a few months ago. <laughs> it was literally like this year. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> We're doing um, our best. So um, jumping back to sort of this uh, physical description and like personality of your boogeyman. While the description of the boogeyman differs on a cultural level, there are often some shared similarities to the creatures. Many of the boogeyman men, excuse me, are depicted as having claws, talons, and sharp teeth. Along with that, the majority of boogeymen are of the spirit variety, uh, while the minority are demons, witches, and other, and other legendary creatures. Is this like a society? <laughs> Do we have a boogeyman society on our hands? Because There what... is a society for everything nowadays. Because I'm, I'm like... In my brain, I'm like visualizing you walk through a closet and it's like like some Narnia situation, and you're in like this dark, scary village, and there's just like different varieties of boogeymen. Like some of them are just like demons holding shop and like doing their best to raise their families <laughs> correctly, and some are witches, and you know, of you course know the 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 majority are spirits, and there's political differences. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. I mean, it's just dreamt up an entire boogeyman society. <laughs> In like five seconds. There's a Jesus, I'm I'm literally gonna pee my pants. Um <laughs> some are even described to have certain animal features, such as horns, hooves, and bug like appearances. When looking at the personality traits of the boogeyman they are most easily divided into three categories which obviously i'm sure we all know um the kind that punishes misbehaved children the kind that are prone to violence (laughs) oh and and the kind that protect the innocent i love them where are they (laughs) where where are those ones where are those ones (laughs) that's adorable they all relate in the same way what Mm -hmm. how does the one prone to violence (laughs) <laughs> relate to the protect the innocent okay maybe the one will protect the in- innocence with violence and then, don't you touch my child <laughs> i will, I will end violence you. i will end you there was this comic that was going around i think on like tumblr or tiktok or i don't know it doesn't matter but it was like it was that premise where there was a boogeyman under a little girl's little or doesn't matter little kid's bed and someone came in who was abusing the child and the child like went under the bed with the boogeyman because the boogeyman kept her safer than like (gasps) the parent or whoever it was and my soul just wait i think i know what you're talking yeah i'll try to find it and put it on the oh my god (laughs) i've actually think i think i've seen a variation of that where it's like um there, I think it was like a little girl was in her bed and the boogeyman was in the closet. And then I think she was like getting yelled at by her parents and her parents leave. And all of a sudden, like the little, it's like really dark and scary. And like the, the closet creaks open and like this little hip hop song goes, are you feeling okay? Are you, are you all right? And she's like, yeah, it's okay. Like blah, 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 blah. And he's like, all right, I'm just checking in. And it's like, oh my God. Stop. <laughs> so cute. I've and heard, also I've, terrifying. Uh, yep. 
Oh, okay. God. Um, let's see. Where was I? They all relate in some way, being that they all exist to teach young children lessons. The large majority of boogeymen are there to just frighten children with punishments, not actually inflict damage. The more vicious boogeymen um, are said... Okay, that these these boogeymen are exempt from, from that not inflicting damage shit, because some of them um, are likely to steal children in the night and then eat them. So... That seems great. The last <sighs> category is the boogeyman who protect people and only punish those guilty regardless of age. So even if you're an adult, oh, no. you did something naughty, uh, the boogeyman's coming for you. Uh, <laughs> I don't like I that. I hate it. I hate it. Um, so uh. I guess there's like a, um, I mentioned there's a global impact of the boogeyman um, the first reference to the boogeyman would be considered uh, the hobgoblins described in England in the 1500s, and then they just kind of evolved from there, um, you know, to instill fear on children, mainly. As you um, do. That's as, absolutely. And of course, um, boogeyman's super popular in pop culture. There's movies, scary stories. Um, I'm sure, I think, uh, Boogeyman has popped up in, like, scary stories you tell in the dark and Goosebumps. That's, like, a popular, like, uh, scary story book set. Pretty sure. So, I'm so, I've been, this whole time you've been talking, I've been Googling, because I've been trying to find that comic. Yeah. I didn't find the comic, but I found something else. Oh my god, did you find Boogeyman porn? Yeah. I knew it! I knew it! I was, oh, there's no. got, like, I was reading this, I was like, there's gotta be freaks out there who totally just get in on this. It's just Heavy. a book cover, but, oh, I can't, oh. It, it's by Mina Shea, and are you ready for the title of this book? Oh, just lay it on me. It's called, Mo oh, I, can't, I couldn't even, <laughs> Mounted by a Monster Under Her Bed. <laughs> I cannot. Oh. Is has uh, anyone checked on Mina today and see if she's doing okay? Because I think good got some unregistered trauma that needs to be what? talked about. I think I need to like just start reading these books rather than talking shit about them. It got three point two three stars. You know what? I, that's pretty good for something titled "Monted <sighs> by a Monster Under My Bed." Janie's oh had a monster God. under her bed for as long as she can remember. Originally, the creature terrified her. However, Janie's found a unique way to soothe the monster. Except this time, it's not working. She's got to find another way to pacify the monster before it succumbs to a deadly rage. This erotic sort short story is about 3,600 words. That's, oh yeah, it's 16 pages. What is that? Okay. So, so it's not a book. Okay. That's just, what? <laughs> so she, in, in order to pacify its rage, she sleeps with it? I think so. I think so. Someone get this lady. Nina, are you okay? She is in danger from her Nina. own life. She, she, someone check in on her. Nina, it said she's a Goodreads author. Does that? Oh, there's a lot. She has written a lot. Oh, oh God, okay. it's a box set <gasps> of the mount. Yeah, yeah, mounted by a monster box set, volume six, volume two. Oh, they are a whole thing. We've got Alien Encounters, we have Alien Implant, the Complete Werewolf series, The Tree, Were Puffer. What is Were Puffer? Stop it. 
Stop it. What the f- is Dana is a marine biologist working in a top secret research facility with a deadly strain of piranha. And it turns into a man? Late one night, an accident causes her to fall into the tank of deadly fish. Luckily, sexy Paul from the Pufferfish Division has a few <laughs> tricks that might save Dana. What Dana doesn't realize is just how unnatural his tricks are and that they extend to every part of his male anatomy. God damn it, Paul. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> it's, it's free on Kindle. I'm going to read it. <laughs> oh my God. For one, you had me at oh. Paul. I didn't need to know anything else. Oh no. I was like, what the fuck? I'm so sorry. I keep derailing all of your stories because I all of a sudden find weird books. Well, that was perfect because I was done. So it was the perfect segue to more bookie I just looked at myself on the camera and I am bright red. (laughs) Oh, this is... I had no idea. The the society of boogeyman fanatics this would birth. Stop it. Oh my god, wait. Some of the reviews. Stop. One of the reviews is 1.5 stars, but the title is 1.5 ribbed and puffed for her pleasure stars. I hate I everything. hate our society. I, I think we are hate... dwelling too far from the light. <laughs> we need to go people, back. People have like edited photos so that puffer fish are like on the head of a man's body and oh been like, god. here's Paul. <laughs> like, no. Like, oh, I just... No. I just have, I, for one, have so many questions (laughs) that need answering. These are all, like, two stars, one star. (laughs) Like, I just am baffled. Let me know how it is. Maybe I have a Kindle. Maybe I'll just give it on my Kindle, too. (laughs) But do I want that in my history? I'm not so sure. I was going to say, I'm like, I don't know if I want this in my brain, so. Will this damage my already decreasing mental health? Is this something that will hurt me or help me? Or will it just leave me a little uncomfortable? I don't know. (laughs) I don't understand. I Jesus. I am king shaming right now. Oh my god. If you want to sleep with a puffer fish, you're you're suspicious and I I don't trust you. I yeah. And on that note, I just (laughs) I just um I'm like at a loss for words. I can't speak right now. Thank you so much to our page. (laughs) our patrons on patreon um (laughs) Cassia, brad and carrie yes and And i wanted to thank Alyssa as well thank you so much for sending that into the to us um that was amazing to read i'm sorry i sullied your episode by my uh googling at the end there i need to stop googling (laughs) we so we're doing our best you know at least at least we're googling and you guys don't have to yeah right yeah. I mean, it. it it's, Although, it's let us know if trip. someone does read that. Let us know. Oh yeah, please, please. It was it's free, extremely so necessary. I mean, <laughs> some, someone take the uh, take take one for the team, please. Take let us know. It's only sixteen I pages. A, I want a synopsis by next next podcast. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> I wanna, Message I us on Instagram. <laughs> a critically thought out synopsis <laughs> <laughs> for a grade. <sighs> Next, next. Saturday. We will grade it. Yes, we will grade <laughs> it and read it on the podcast if you do that. For us. Oh my god! Oh, um, but yes, thank you is. so much, uh, Carrie, Cassia, <laughs> and Brad for being on our tiered Patreon, and thank you so much to our other patrons. We love you and appreciate you, and we wouldn't be here without you. Actually, we probably would be just sad, crying by ourselves because we don't <laughs> we have would your be support. Very to keep us sad alive. and still using phone audio. <laughs> That's true. That's like I forgot that that was a time. That was the time we used our phone. 
<laughs> oh god. And we were rough. panicking because we couldn't figure out how to oh the dark ages. I, yeah. I like to call them. Yeah, because we're professionals now. <laughs> we, yeah, of course. I got a I got a sock with foxes on my microphone. <laughs> yeah, we need to get I mean, a pop filter. <laughs> okay, we're doing the best we can. Um, but yes, thank you guys again for being here with us. And you know, as as always, we are your hosts. I'm Emmy, and I'm Julia. And stay spooky, my friends. Goodbye.